When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know, nonstop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Happy Sunday, happy Memorial Weekend to you. Declan Goff here, taking you through an edition of Vikings Ventline. Whether you're uh, out enjoying the sun, enjoying the extra holiday weekend, thank you to everyone for listening to Vikings Ventline. Uh, I'm going to talk to my guy Bradley here in just a second. And, uh, you know, if you'd like to get in on a future episode of Vikings Ventline, shoot me an email. i got openings starting next week and weeks beyond. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com for the YouTube audience. It's scrolling across the bottom of the screen right there. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com for anyone listening on the Score North app or on Apple or Spotify, however you consume Purple Daily. Thank you very much. Hit the subscribe button right here for Daily Minnesota Vikings Entertainment. We're presented by Surly Brewing. Head out to the Surly Brew Hall sometime. Grab a Furious. Grab a Warp Zone. Grab uh, a Surly Supreme. There is plenty of options at your disposal at Surly Brewing. And uh, Judd Zolged loves his Furious. I like my Supreme. In fact, when I get back on the outside here in just a little bit. I think I'm going to crack open a Supreme. We're also powered by our friends at TCL. Enjoy more of what you love with TCL, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronic brands. It has a new lineup of award-winning TVs. It delivers the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Learn more at TCLUSA.com. All right. Uh, exciting time still with, uh, with, with the Vikings offseason. OTAs are still taking place. Judd Zolgad's live at training camp, breaking things down, observing notes, getting note cards with Kirk Cousins, asking Kirk questions, asking plenty of people questions in the Zolgadian way. Uh, but obviously Sundays is reserved for Vikings event lines. We do this show during the regular season where we talk about the, ga- talk about the game with fans right on screen with us right after the game. And during the offseason, I still like to bring, in on, bring fans in into the program talk about the Vikings, talk about the upcoming season, talk about the offseason, so there's still uh, plenty to get to. So let's waste no time. I'm going to get my guy Bradley in here. Bradley, what's up, man? How are you? What's up? What's up, Declan? Appreciate the opportunity. I'm glad to be live in person again. So from draft night, now we're here. Nice, man. Hey, uh, you, you were telling me off the mic, you're, uh, you're obviously you're, you're in Jersey. Um, yeah. How did you become a Vikings fan? Of course, 98, you know, Thanksgiving Day. Seeing uh, Randall Cunningham reinvent himself to be the passing quarterback. That's right. And look, I mean, you can't get enough of just three catches for a buck. I think what Randy Wallace had, like a buck 78. Like, yeah. it, was a, it was just amazing. It was amazing. And the team, of course, you know, the, the, I love the throwback jerseys, too. I mean, I wish they could bring it back, too. But, you know. Yeah, I, 98 was ju- – I was born in 92. So I was like right. five and a half – Six years right. old when 98 happened. So I don't have a conscious memory of 98, but I do remember 2000. Oh. I remember 41 Donut. I know I've, I've watched plenty. I've watched plenty of highlights from 98 season, but I always love hearing about when fans became 
Vikings fans, and especially with people with Purple Daily, it usually sounds around the time that you're talking about, 98, 2000, right. all those fans who became Vikings fans, mostly because right. of Randy Moss. I, I, if, I, if I could put a disclaimer, I was a front runner. I was eight years old, so I liked everyone in that era. The Absolutely. Bulls, of course, they were winning the Cowboys, but you know what? I said, no, I really ain't no Cowboys fan. I just like when they win. So I said, hey, I like this team, and I mean, I've been, I've been a Viking fans ever ever since, and I just I love, I love the franchise, love everything about it, and you know, just want to hope they want to get to a game. Absolutely, dude. Well, hey, uh, if you ever do come back up here, get up to Minneapolis, check out US Bank Stadium. It's a great place. Yes, sir. Awesome atmosphere, dude. Um, have you been to a game out in Jersey, out in in, in the Meadowlands at all? I have not got a chance. You know, these people out here they're a little crazier. Yeah, um, they think it's too serious. So I did suggest. I heard uh, one of the uh, these we were doing the uh, one of the shows that. Uh, which uh, featured the uh, breakdown of the the schedule, mm-hmm. and uh, I know week two is in U.S. Uh, at least I'm at least I'm about forty five minutes from Lincoln Financial, and I yeah. ain't going there. Yeah, don't you go there. Me? I wouldn't. <laughs> don't go there. And I'm from New Jersey. And I can say that. So yeah. I would never endorse any Viking fan. Please just skip that week and just decide to go if any time we are in the East Coast to, to travel and, and support our team. Yeah, and enjoy the game on Monday Night Football from your couch right. from a bar stool. Not with bar beer yeah. bottles being thrown at your head. Don't go. Yeah, just don't yeah. Do you don't want to fight break out. It was thinking financial. So, not at all, man. Hey, um, let, let let's talk a little Vikings here. I want to know your opinion, Bradley. You know, Mackie Judd, and myself. A lot of people think we're Kirk Cousins haters. I wouldn't label us as haters. We're just critical of of the quarterback. He's a good quarterback. He's paid a lot of money. Um, the Vikings have been to the playoffs once uh, since he's been here. But, you know, they have a new coach now. It's another year of Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. This offense is supposed to be pretty damn good. I know they've uh, been on the cusp of making the playoffs the last two seasons, but they've fallen short. So I'm just curious on, on your take here. Do you think the Vikings have done enough for Kirk Cousins going into the 2022 season? Um, Of course. I mean, look, many. if you look at all 32 franchises in the, in the, in the uh, National Football League, uh, they will covet some of the players we got. I mean, who we, we drafted. I mean, I, I will give Rick Spielman his his you know props for drafting um, excellent talent that have grown into you know potential superstars, uh, not just in terms of the division and in NFC. I'm talking about entire in the entirety of the NFL. Um, drafting Dalvin, uh, drafting I mean J- Justin Jefferson. We I mean, it looks like we won the trade. And fortunate that we haven't capped it off with a you know a deep run in the playoffs. But I mean. Justin Jefferson is a nuclear bomb waiting to happen. Mm-hmm. And then you have guys like Irv Smith. You know, if he stays healthy, I think he's going to have a great breakout year. I mean, we drafted well in the third round. We drafted Brian O'Neill. We drafted Christian Derisaw. I mean, people were questioning about us draft. I mean, we got guys. I mean, the only guy that we have to put a suspect on is uh, Garrett Bradbury. But other than that, we drafted well. And Kirk Cousins, I mean, he came into this uh, franchise uh, after 2017 thinking that, okay, well, we're, we're, in, we're in win now mode. I mean, you're driving the Bentley. You're driving uh, a team that we are on the thresh, on the precipice of winning or going to the Super Bowl. Because I believe if we had gone to the Super Bowl that year, we would win it. We would be the mm-hmm. first team to win it at home, you know, in our home stadium. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. So, but I think there's no excuses. I mean, there's absolutely no excuses. Um, you know, I, I, I should, you know, I'll hold off for what I heard. I listened to uh, Kwesi. Uh, Dofimensa and his uh, his interview with Mike Florio it was it was great and uh, I, I had some things that I, I chewed on some things that he said 
And I think that simplifies what Kirk Cousins is um, or Kirk Cousins or with a potential of what the kind of guy he's looking to lead his team to a championship. But I'll, I'll, I'll wait. But, you know, it's just I, I think there's, there's no excuses this year. Yeah, we we had a no excuses motto the last year uh, with with Judd and Mackey, and you know I I heard the Quasi comments too that you know Kirk gives us the best chance to win, and you know what in twenty twenty two in a vacuum he does he does give you the best chance to win. There, there was not really a with all the quarterback frenzy that happened this off season, they didn't they didn't trade for anybody. They there wasn't going to be a stud in this year's draft. Kirk Cousins does give the Vikings the best chance to win. Um, do, do you feel like Kwesi Adolfa Mensa is also building something special here and trying to pick up the pieces that Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer left? Do, do you kind of like what Kwesi has done so far in his first few months as GM? Well, adapting to change sometimes is a transition. And we have dealt with something consistent for the past 15 plus years. With Rick Spielman, now we have a change in organization, the whole concept of philosophy, collaboration, you know, connectivity, everything that deals with, uh, you know, working together, you know, being, you know, uh, just a a team oriented, everyone having their voice. Uh, It it has some pros and cons, but I I can simplify what he said. And I I have a little uh, nugget of what in his mind, what he's thinking about and what he said. And I'm, I'm pretty sure you listening to the whole interview. He said, and this got me. And how we get to think about, is this Kirk Cousins? He said in the NFC, I think it was the NFC championship game, or it was in the divisional round when he was uh, a scout guy or at least working for San Francisco. And he saw, in the stands, he saw Colin Kaepernick, you know, and when he w- witnessed him, um, he had his cold, was cold, freezing cold. And he said when he took off his, 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 his jacket, I mean, with nothing, basically he didn't care about the cold. He looked at his friend. He said, you know, this is this, this is why we're going to win because a guy like him. And that's the thing. I wonder if Kirk Cousins exudes that confidence that when you walk into a practice room, when you walk into a team room, when you walk on the field, do they know who you are? Do they respect you enough? Like when you see Patrick Mahomes, you know, he's a dog. He's going to win this. Mm-hmm. He Like with 13 seconds, listen, there's no defeat in him. We're going to, he's going to take you, take it to the, to the promised land. But, and Josh Allen, guys like that, I'm not, I'm not trying to lop the expectations, but still, come on. I don't feel that with that guy. I like him, but he doesn't has that confidence that, man, listen, dude, hey, we're going to go through the fire with this guy and yep. he's going to lead us. That's I think that's my biggest quirk with them too. It's not as on the field when that when Matthew's on the field, he's he can make throws and he can do things well. But do the does the team support him? Does does he also give off that vibe that they want to go to battle with you? You know, say what you want about someone like Case Keenum who definitely has his deficiencies right. on the field. The guys love to play for him. Teddy, same same type right. of thing, right? That that leadership quality that you can't just find on a statistical box score. Um, that. I think that's the thing that a lot of Vikings fans, including members of this show and a lot of Vikings fans that have come on Bentline, have also expressed uh, that it, it's not the fact that Kirk is holding this, them back. It's the fact that this team sometimes does not believe in their quarterback. And it's the most important position on, on the field. Your Mahomes point's dead on, right? Like Mahomes and Allen going toe-to-toe in that amazing football game in, in the divisional round. Like that, There was a calm, calm and collectedness there and also a, we're going we're gonna to do this. And it just right. feels like, and this, this is not Kirk's fault, as a Vikings no. fan being jaded, that we're always waiting for the shoe to drop and not necessarily for us to get the touchdown, right? Like we're always waiting for the right. bad thing to happen and we're not really believing that the good outcome or the best possible outcome can happen. It's tough. Dude. I give you a highlight of the 2020 season, 2021 season, excuse me, uh, when against the Packers at home, he had that drive where we, when Packers uh, scored on that, you know, on the previously 
one play and it was, you know, touchdown, I think the, or uh, Scantley, I think it was the our receiver yeah. who caught it. But uh, when he threw that, when the pressure came up to it, now the offensive line, of course, we know the struggles within the interior also offensive line and Bradbury's uh, pass uh, protection issues. But trust me, when he stood in the top pocket, knowing the pressure was coming and he just threw it up there, that's all you got to do. We got the weapons. We got Justin freaking Jefferson, if I could be my little Judd. <laughs> we have Justin Jefferson. Just throw him the ball. Don't be afraid. Just, hey, it's, you're an accurate quarterback. We can't take that away from you. But the fact of the matter is you just have to get the playmakers the ball and be more decisive. Like, don't be like, don't be out of, been out of shape when you were in uh, San Francisco when we needed that game. Right. That was important to be in a position to, be, to at least be in the seventh or eighth, or at least the sixth or seventh wild card spot. But he was just, I mean, it was just flustered. And I think that's important that we have to get in our game time decision making. You know, I think it will help with Kevin O'Connell, you know, with the experience that he had in the pressured moments. But Kirk got to just relax, calm down, take control, take command of the of the huddle and just say, hey, we want to win this thing. We're not going to settle for Greg Joseph field goal. We're going to actually score a touchdown. I'm tired of this complacency and the conservatism. We need to get go for the juggler. Come on. Amen, Bradley. Love it, man. Love, love the passion you're bringing here. You know, you brought up the Packers there. Um, I'm curious. They lost, obviously, Devontae Adams. The Vikings are now leaning into their offense. Um, the Packers have had a stranglehold on the division for basically the last three seasons. Uh, do you see a scenario where the Vikings pass Green Bay and can take the NFC North? Is there a, is there a scenario where you think that can happen in 2022? Yes, I have a feeling, Dex, this is going to be like 2017. But we just got a better, more accurate, more respectable in terms of his ability, in terms of the quarterback. I think I just feel that I see that the you know, if you look at 2017, nobody counted us as a, a possible uh, contender um, to, to win the NFC. Um, and we surprised a lot of teams. And if we could just stay consistent um, and win early, like September, let's, let's treat September like it's December. Like, let's not waste games. And this, you know, we saw what happened last year, week one against the Bengals and, you know, and we, and these close uh, games where we had to depend on our special teams. No, we got to we gotta go in the stretches that we are yet making some runs. And we're going to have to, you know, we, it's going to be a dog. It's going to be a dog fight because Detroit has improved himself. Uh, I don't know how Chicago's going to look. But, uh, of course, you got, you know, AR-12, you know, that's, that's he's still that man. And it doesn't matter who he's throwing to, he's going to make them better. Yeah, it. I don't think the Bears or Lions could be much of a threat now. Could be wrong on that, right? The, the crazier things have happened in the NFL, right? Um, right. I like. I like. They did beat us once, so yeah. The Lions, the, Lion, the Lions ripped the hearts out once before, and, and it just it it was way too uh, close for comfort in both those games. Right. Um, you brought the fact of 2017 of the fact that no one counted the Vikings in that season. You know, they, they and the season prior was that epic five and zero start, only to melt down and miss the playoffs. And even though Sam Bradford was coming back, I think most people said, ah, cute team, maybe they get in the wild card, but certainly not a favorite to win that division, not a favorite um, um, to to be a lock to make the playoffs. And what was so weird about that season, obviously, Case coming in and the injuries that they overcame and they lost Alvin Cook. You know, that story, that story and season played out in such a unique way where everything wasn't as linear as it sounds, but... You know, your your point of the of other people counting out that 2017 team going into 2022, I think it's relevant. Um, and look, right. yeah, the, the, the Packers have had the stranglehold. Judd has said for the last three, five weeks now, I'm not counting them out until I see it. 
I need to see these Packers actually unravel, but I, I do think eventually regression comes to that team. You know, they lost the best, their best receiver. Um, they don't have the weapons there. And look, yes, Rodgers is a magician, and every Vikings fan knows what he can do to you and new to any defense, for that matter, in the NFL, not named San Francisco. But the Vikings have to figure out a way to pass them. And if, and if this offense is hitting, I think it can, man. I absolutely think this offense can carry them and get past the Green Bay Packers as a whole in the division, too. When I went on, when I was on Ventline on the uh, draft night, I had men mentioned about, you know, considering now, I know we're looking forward in the future or too far ahead. I think Dalvin is great. Dalvin is, you know, you know, I think his change of his jersey number is going to make him relive the days that he was in Florida, Florida State. But I really believe we're going to be passing the ball more than running it, unless we're in situations where we're going to try to control the clock. But I really believe I'm, I'm seeing. You know, if you I mean like when you look at uh, things that are online in terms of reflecting the the uh, the L.A. Rams uh, offense scheme, and I really believe we're going to be throwing that ball. And I think Kirk Cousins going to have to be more decisive in terms of a we're going to we're going to try to use just in such a way where uh, to decoy that we're going to free up guys like and hopefully stay healthy. B.C. Johnson, Amir uh, Smith, Marset, guys are going to be stepping up. And we're going to have to make decision making that we're going to put pressure on this deep and on this Green Bay secondary, because I think they're suspect. That's my opinion. Yeah. Well, what's your thought too on Dalvin? You know, they're they're kind of using him in, in the bat in the in as a wide receiver. It's not just going to be the bell cow running back you brought to his days at Florida State. He changed his number. And look, Dalvin Cook has already been like a top five running back in the NFL. He is. I think if you made a list, he probably cracks somewhere in that top five. He's certainly not number one, but he definitely is in the top five somewhere. Right. Do you think that there's also this other gear? You know, this offense is leaning into him and and the, taking the Rams' philosophies of getting creative. Do you think that there's this next level to Dalvin Cook we still haven't seen yet? We haven't seen him the next level, but I do believe it's going to be spread out more equally. I think um, Kane is going to be in, in the lineup. Uh, he's going to have some packages for him. I think, uh, of course, Alexander Madison is going to be in the game as well. And we don't know about this rookie uh, from, I believe he came from North Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Chandler, I believe. Uh, we're going to, I believe the Arsenal, I think Viking fans need to open their mind to thinking that this is not the days of the I formation and we're going to run through the gaps and we're going to just keep pounding the rock. No, we are going into a different era. We're going to go back to the days of we just, we just, we just, we're just spreading the football open we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna see days of which we are are seeing you know i believe we're gonna see 30 yard passes 40 yard passes we're gonna see we're gonna i think we should use justin jefferson like a randy moss like we need to utilize i mean these guys are under especially him he's under a rookie contract utilize his specialties and i think again the running game is we have a lot of depth on on the offensive uh in terms of the the weapons we have it's just holding up you know in our bar and on our and of trying to be effective spreading that ball because I do I do believe we have talent talent and I I will put our talent up against anybody at least in the NFC I will do that as a heartbeat that's 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 how much I believe in this team it's just the quarterback is he willing to say hey I'm taking this team and leading us to our first ever NFL championship that's it would love to see it happen. Hey, before I get uh, to your expectations for the Vikings, a quick shout out to our friends at the Meadows at Med- Mystic Lake. Uh, GolfTheMeadows.com to learn more. It's an award-winning 18-hole public golf course. It's conveniently located in the Twin Cities in Prior Lake, just down the road here on off 169. It, it's, it's a unique, challenging, and scenic golf experience. 
Uh, it's one of the tougher places to play, but it's a gorgeous place. I'm heading out there this weekend. Go check them out. Enjoy a beer on the patio, too. It's totally reasonable. Uh, it's a great place to play and get a tea time. Book your tea time at golfthemeadows.com to learn more. It's golfthemeadows.com to learn more. Uh, Bradley, I am curious, too, on your expectations for, for the Vikings this season. You know, I, I know we kind of are talking about this offense clicking and, you know, can they pass Green Bay? Can they be a playoff team? You obviously brought the point of, you know, can, can they actually get to a Super Bowl and can, can Kirk Cousins be that guy? Uh, what are your expectations for the Vikings in 2022? Oh, you're muted, Bradley. You just got to hit the unmute button on, on your side. There you go. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that, that's the expectation. Quasi said it. I mean, to him, he's putting the pressure on himself. The, the, the team is believing in, hey, we're, we're, we're rolling with this. I actually agreed with, with Judd's philosophy of, you know, taking a year in purgatory and then trying to find that guy. Now, if Kelamon is that guy, you know, in 2023, um, that'll be great. But I see this team with the defense that we have, the, the guys, we all can stay healthy. I think we're going to win the division. I really believe Green Bay is going to take a step back. I mean, they'll be in the mix, but I think we're going at least, if I can put a record, um, I, I'm going to be strong on it. I mean, we're going 12 and 5. 12 and 5. I like it, man. 12 and 5. I mean, that, that we're, went. We're going to go 12 and 5. That definitely was a division. Mm-hmm. But that, that's, that, that's the expectation. They put the pressure on this. We're not taking a, and I, and I would say this, let's be honest. We would not want a, a year in purgatory. We don't want to rest on our, okay, you know, another year, you know, with, with Justin Jefferson. And I mean, obviously he's coming from a tradition of winning. Yep. And that, that's the expectation. Adam Thielen, he wants to win a, a Super Bowl for this team. He's, he's almost tasted a opportunity of getting to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, to the last game. And, and we need to get to a point where we are cultivating that, that fostering that mindset, that culture where we're like, we're, this is about Super Bowls. It's not about winning divisions. We're, we're getting further than just the wild card. We're getting further than just winning the wild card. And we're getting to the place, getting to the, where we need to be because we have the talent. We, we have guys in our prime and a lot of teams would cover to have some of the talent we have. Absolutely. Uh, Bradley, uh, any last takes or anyone you want to shout out here before we wrap on Vikings event line? Passionate stuff, man. Love what you're bringing here. Bringing some heat, love bringing it. some fire, man. Appreciate you coming on. But uh, any other things you'd like to get off your chest here before we wrap? Well, I'm representing Jersey all the way out here. And yes, I'm a proud Viking fan. I'm thirsty to win the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I rock the purple and gold in both both sports, both NBA and in in and in, in, in with uh, NFL. But I like to thank Declan, thank uh, Mackie and Judd for the opportunity. And uh, yeah, Skull Vikes, let's go. We got to win this thing. I love it. Hey, what do you on, on like Sundays? Did you like you just get league pass? Do you go to a bar? Like where do you, where do you watch the Vikings when when you are watching? Well, watch, it from, watch it from home, but I'm I'm really panicking when I watch because. My heart, literally, uh, sometimes, <laughs> you know, the experience we had, yeah, sometimes man. I turn off the TV, sometimes I turn off the t- TV if we get to the point where we got to go uh, kick a field goal. I'm like, I'm not watching this. <laughs> I'm not watching this. Because, listen, hey, Blair Walsh hurt me. Uh, 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 Morton Anderson hurt me. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm excited. A new regime. Let's go. Let's go, folks. Amen. Bradley, thank you for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you bringing the fire. And, and hopefully that heart rate uh, slows down a little bit more this year. Yeah. No promises, but uh, hopefully it does. Uh, for Vikings Ventline, hit me up. It's vikingsventline at gmail.com if you want to come on a future show. Have a great Memorial weekend. We'll be back with a special Rewind episode on Monday.